Hi, it's Robin McMahon here. I'm the host of Parenting Our Future. And if you're listening to this podcast, I want to thank you so much for being here. I also want you to know that I'm a former angry mom. I used to yell and rage and threaten and punish my kids because I wasn't getting the cooperation or the behavior that I felt I should be getting. And I struggled for many years, not knowing how to change or knowing what to do differently. It wasn't until I found the world of peaceful parenting that I learned why my kids acted the way they did and also why I was so angry and triggered. I was able to heal my anger and leave my triggers behind so that I could focus on being the calm and confident parent I always expected myself to be. I can tell you that feeling connected to your kids is the best feeling in the world. My two boys are teenagers now, and we have a strong relationship that is rooted in deep connection. And where there is connection, there's cooperation. Parenting is the most important job we do, but it's the hardest job we do. And we do it without understanding the fundamentals of the way our kids grow and develop. We do it without knowing the way their brains work or what their behavior is actually really telling us. So it's no wonder it's so hard. And it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to say, this is harder than I thought it would be. And that's where I come in. I can help you and I can support you so that you can have the cooperation and enjoy being a parent. You can book a free call with me on my website, parentingforconnection.com. And if you want to download my free guide, how to turn a no into cooperation, go to triggerfreeparents.com. I really hope you enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. It's Robin McMahon here. Welcome back to Parenting Our Future. I am so happy to talk about something just a little bit different today. I have Drew Vernon on the show, and he's just so cool. Like, he's the kind of guy that you just want to know because he has, like, the kinds of jobs that are so interesting. So he used to be a beauty marketer, but now is a toy marketer. And he's worked on brands like CoverGirl and Olay and Lego at Lego. He managed the U.S. preschool business and created Prescription for Play, building a network of 2,500 pediatricians to promote daily parent-child play. Love that. At Tony's, he promotes screen-free education through the Tony Box, which gives young children on-demand audio library through tactile play. Thank you for bringing us something that is that releases us from screens that is also cool and fun and entertaining. So welcome to the show, Drew. Thank you, thank you, thank you first. <laughs> well, that's quite the introduction. Uh, thank you, Robin. It's my pleasure to be here. Well, that's so great. Now, let's just sort of start at the beginning. What the heck is a Tony? Let's talk about what a Tony is in case you haven't heard. As you know, I am Canadian, so that does put me at a disadvantage. But if you're listening from the U.S. or anywhere else in the world, um, let's just talk about what Tonys are in, in case we don't know. Sure. Yeah, Tonys is actually originally from Germany. It was started by a couple of dads in 2016. They met on the board of a preschool together and they saw that their children's teacher was using CD player to play different songs and stories in the classroom. And they thought, you know, that's great and all, but CDs are 30 years old. <laughs> uh, they scratch, they break, and kids, young kids can't really use them without adult supervision. So they set out to upgrade that technology and what they did is they created a figure-based system where the figures are kind of like the CDs and young kids can put them onto the box, uh, which is a speaker system. 
and can play all types of different audio content depending on which figure is placed on the Tony box. So cool. And you have, I mean, it, it runs the gamut from Arthur to Dora to Disney, Pocahontas, we've got Tangled. You have so many, so many different types of Tonys for kids to listen to. And so I just want to point that out because they, they are, there's just such a wide variety and they are so cute. If you're watching yeah. us on YouTube, do you have one of your little Tonys that you can, uh, that you can hold up? Like, look at that little guy. He's adorable. You guys have to check it out. If you, if you haven't just go to, um, us.tonys.com and then you can see what we're talking about. Um, but they are adorable. And what I love about what you have created is you've got something that's really durable. That is, you know, kid, proof because let's be honest we could they could be rough and you know things drop on the floor a million times and that sort of thing so um so yeah i think it's it's the coolest thing yeah they're designed to be durable we know how rough young kids can play so it's actually the speaker is encased by a layer of foam and then uh the foam has a layer of durable fabric so you, i tell my kids that you could use them as a bowling ball if they wanted to it doesn't roll very well because it's a cube but uh durability wise it'll hold up to kind of the roughest of play uh, i mentioned we launched in germany in 2016 we launched in the u.s about two years ago haven't quite gotten to canada but we will and we're just releasing more and more figures all the time. So you mentioned, you know, some of the ones we've come out with, you know, from Dora to Blue's Clues. We're coming out with Dr. Seuss, the very hungry caterpillar. The idea is really to have any preschool character and, you know, school age character that your kids have heard of or seen uh, is or will be a Tony. That's, uh, that's our intent. Oh, it's just the coolest. It's so cool. And the, the box itself is interactive, right? You can use the little ears on the box to, to adjust the volume. You tap it to, to go back or forward in a chapter. Yeah, so it is screen-free and we can get more into the reasons for that. But uh, because it is screen-free, all of the navigation is done through touch and tactile play. So the ears are, are how you uh, wake up the Tony box or turn it on after it hasn't been used. Uh, and it's also the volume control. So it has a big ear, which is uh, volume up and a little ear, which is the volume down. And then the chapter or song selection is done just by giving the Tony box a little whack on the side. And that's <laughs> what's going to advance to the next track or chapter. I love it. It's so, it's so cool. And so how do kids play with these? You know, one of the things that, that I can see here is that you have lullabies. So you know, is this the kind of thing that you listen to in the car that you might want to take to bed with you and listen to a story as you as you go off to sleep? Uh, you know, what what are the different ways people use them or kids use them? Yeah, so we're actually just launching a new campaign this month called Tony Time, which drills into the different times and places that you would use a Tony box. And oh. one of those main ones is for bedtime. So uh, as you mentioned, you know, are on screens all of the time and to wind them down before bed, it's good to get them off the screen uh, mm. to put on a lullaby, put on a bedtime story. And it's something that helps prepare them for sleep. Yeah. Well, and we know that, you know, the way our, the way our brains work, when we're exposed to that light, when it actually should be dark, it stops us from being able to fall asleep, right? It stops 
it, it hurts our sleep. And so, and also you're overstimulated and that sort of thing, that blue light is not good for us as well. So all of these things with screens aren't good to set us up for success to go to sleep. And that means for us as adults too, we're all addicted. Um, and so this is a really lovely alternative. Uh, and I think that, you know, I think one of the things you talk about too, is it really does help to, to develop imagination, you know, also it, it's the pathway to literacy as well. Yeah. And that's really been kind of a learning for me. I've been with the company for a little over two years now, and I came into it kind of on, on the thinking that you just mentioned with the blue light and, and kind of calming the brain. And that's very much relevant. But what I've learned over the last couple of years is there's some additional benefits to going screen free from a creativity or an imagination standpoint, because when you give your child an iPhone or a TV show, you're showing them the whole story, you know, whether it's animation or live action, the whole story is presented in front of you. But when you give your child a story through audio, you remove the visual stimulus and you put the creative responsibility upon the listener to kind of imagine what's going on. And that's a creative muscle that our children can begin to develop because mm -hmm. they're tasked with understanding and interpreting the audio that's being presented to them. So, you know, I've always looked at kids and, you know, even thinking back to myself as a child, you know, how great their imaginations already are. But what I hear you saying is that not only can it further develop, you can grow your imagination using something like this. It doesn't give you the full picture, really. Right. It's a creative muscle. And I think it's aided by repetition and through mm -hmm. variety. And so that's our goal in creating an on-demand audio libraries, because apart from giving your child a phone or a tablet, you've never really been able to give your child, a young child, uh, independent access to a world of stories. You know, I'm talking about children mm -hmm. before they can read a book. You can now give them a figure that they can put onto a box with or without mom or dad supervising and they right. can have an on-demand experience. And so the more stories you give a child, the more reference points they have, the more examples they have. You know, I like to use the hero's journey. You know, most of our stories follow this mm -hmm. framework called the hero's journey, uh, boiled down simply. It's a hero that overcomes a challenge to get to some sort of a reward or an endpoint. Mm -hmm. And so the more of those stories that we give our kids, the more uh, they can draw upon those as they try to become their own heroes and the authors of their own stories. Hmm. Well, that's so, that's so, that's so lovely. Now you're a dad of three kids yourself, 12, nine, and six. And so, um, were they, you know, what part did they play in, uh, in, in, in the evolution of Tony's? Yeah. So my kids, you know, they were the beneficiary of me leaving the beauty category and getting into the toy category. So I was at Lego for a few years. They were thoroughly spoiled on Lego. Now yeah. I'm Tony's they're, they're spoiled on Tony's, but you know, they, they enjoy the content Tony's that we have. That's kind of the Tony's that we've been talking about thus far are, are the content ones that come preloaded mm. with stories. We also have another kind of Tony, which is called a creative Tony. And those ones come blank actually. And you can upload your own audio content up to 90 minutes per character. And so what I'll do with them, especially the older kids is I will give them like a creative prompt. I'll tell them to go write a story or song or a poem. 
and they'll go do that and then they'll record it onto the creative tony uh, which they can then keep um you know forever as as a memento of the day that dad told them to go and Stop. play and write, write a song so that's how they uh usually are using the, the tony box these days okay so when i say stop i mean don't stop because what i want what i want to ask you now is this means that like if if grandma and grandpa have a story they could record it and listen to the story when they're not with the kids if they've got something special like my dad was always telling stories my 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 youngest or my, sorry my oldest son always loved to listen to grandpa's stories and so is that what you mean yeah exactly so not only can kids record their own songs and stories but loved ones can record stories and messages as well so when we launched actually it was in the middle of covid where a lot of families were separated a lot of families don't live close to one another you know grandma or grandpa can uh, record a message on their phone uh, from anywhere in the world and they can save it with the tap of a button onto the figure itself and the next time the child puts it onto the box, they're going to hear that message from grandma or grandpa. Wow. So do they actually have to have the physical figurine or do, like the Tony or the Tonys or do they, is it done through the app? So the, the parent or the grandparent would just need to have the free app on their phone and they could record anytime they want. And it would transfer through the cloud to the figure uh, to where it is uh, with the child. That is the coolest thing I have ever heard. I could not love that more. That is so awesome. I love it so much. Oh my goodness. I wish, I wish when my kids were little, we had Tony's. I, I can just, I just think that's so special because stories are so important. Yeah, stories are important and, and not just, you know, fictional stories, but uh, I find a lot of value in, you know, the passing down of, mm. uh, of heritage and and legacy stories you know let's hear what grandma was doing when she was five or grandpa what was grandpa doing when he he was a child we now have the opportunity to to share that with your grandchildren to your posterity and they can keep it and cherish it forever wow i i didn't know that our our conversation was going to go that way and I, i could not love it more wow really it does it's a connection to the past right it is a connection to our loved ones and I can imagine me wanting to hear stories from my dad as my grown self you know um that's just wow that's very cool I I love it and and let's talk a little bit about just play in general you know when when we when our kids are playing you know I think Lego is such a great example of play and how how we can facilitate imagination along with play. So what I'm trying to say is when you give a kid a chainsaw toy that sounds like a chainsaw, works like a chainsaw. I don't know why I, I picked chainsaw out of my brain, but anyway, that's, that's what I'm going with. It can really only ever be a chainsaw, right? But when, when we give them, you know, more license to use their imagination, you know, a scarf can be a snake, it can be a curtain, it can be a dress, it can be hair, you know, it can be a skirt, it can be a million different things, right? Yeah, you know, it reminds me of kind of a famous study that has been done. I don't have the exact details, but it's an exercise where you you give a child a paperclip and you ask them all of the different uses for a paperclip. And, and basically what they've found is that when you give that to a child, 
they will give you, you know, five, 10 times as many suggestions as an adult will. Yeah. And that's because over the course of our childhood and adolescence, we lose that creative imagination and we start to think about the world more in terms of staying within the lines, you know, learning to take a test, uh, mm. things in black and white. And that's really the, the skill to be able to, to see the world uh, from a broader standpoint with more opportunity and possibility that we have as kids. My goal is to foster that and to enable mm. that and, and make sure that that doesn't fade over time. Well, and, and I think we lose the desire and ability to play as well. And play is of vital importance to our kids. It's how they make sense of their world. It's how they, you know, really digest what's happening to them, what has happened to them. You will see how kids play out what's happened in their day when they're playing with their toys and different things. And it's also a way for us to be able to help them to make sense of a change that's coming up or to find out what's actually going on with them too. Play is a really important thing. Right. Yeah. And it really hits on all of the major developmental areas for kids. So, you know, kids are so impressionable. I, I saw that, you know, 85% of a child's brain, I think I saw is developed by the time that they're age three and they're learning things from a cognitive standpoint, a social standpoint, uh, a mental standpoint, a physical standpoint. And, uh, you know, like they're learning fine motor skills and play is going to be able to assist all of those. And, and mm -hmm. then I think what you were touching on is just overall well-being and happiness, which is so important yeah. in today's day and age where we're seeing anxiety uh, increasing among our young children with everything that's going on in the world. And, and I think play is an outlet that can help combat that anxiety that we're feeling. Yeah. And, and we have to give them opportunities to play versus just a screen. We really do, because like you said, it does help them build all of those important skills that they need, right. From just fine and gross motor skills. And also as parents, and of course, what I do is all about parenting. And, and, you know, one of the things that I say to parents, they're like, oh, how do I handle this thing that my child does this, or this has happened, whatever. And you know what, sometimes I'll just say, you know, why, why, why don't we just be silly about it? Why can't we play about it? Like, why can't we say, oh yeah, you're not going to listen. Like, I'm going to tickle you or you know what, like you made me cry. And I mean, I am silly with my kids, which they're teenagers now. I'm not so, I'm not so funny anymore, but that's okay. You know, I'll go to the sink and I'll put a couple drops of water on my eyes and pretend that I'm crying. Like they hurt my feelings or whatever. Like our kids want, they're, they're so joyful and we've kind of lost our joy and our permission to be joyful and fun. And that, you know, we can do that. We can actually just lighten up a little bit because our kids want us to, <laughs> and it's fun. Yeah, there's no shortage of serious situations that we're in. I, I don't think we have to remember to be serious. I think we have to remember yeah. silly and we have to remember to be playful and, and to actively yeah. try to insert that in our day-to-day -day life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my uh, my dad was very silly. I remember as uh, as a late teen, early 20s, I think maybe late teen, he said, hey, Robin, let's go into a store and talk in a made up language and get mad when people can't understand us. 
It was the best. It was the best. We didn't do it because like I was too teenager. But anyway, I, uh, I wouldn't do it. But I mean, that kind of stuff is is silly and fun and so good. And it feels good. And it builds connection with your kids as well. And so, um, you know, do you get a lot of parents that sit with their kids and listen to to the stories along at the same time? Like what 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 are the parents what is the parents reaction to the, to, to the Tonys? You know, it really varies by family because it's such a versatile experience that, you know, mm. it, it very much can be used independently uh, by the child. Uh, we also have, you know, it has a headphone jack, so it's great for private listening. It's great for road trips in the car. So it can it can be a self-contained listening device, mm. but it's also something that can bring families together because, you know, if you get a Tony that has a, a matching book, like the very hungry caterpillar, Pete the cat, or llama llama, then you can sit and read it together. So they're listening to the words, and they're also, you know, seeing them on the pages. Or, you know, we have a lot of different Tonys that are action songs or playtime songs, and so that gets, you know, your wiggles out, and that's very much something that a parent can participate with their child. Oh, I love that. I love, I love the idea of getting your wiggles out, especially before bed, you know, like let's get all those out, you know, so that we can calm down and we can go to sleep. So that's, that's great. I love that. Um, you know, one of the things that I mentioned that I wanted to circle back around is how, how this actually helps kids develop more literacy. So how exactly does that work? How does something without a book help to develop literacy? Because I think that's a, that's an important point. To make. Yes. So uh, there are five stages, uh, according to, I can't remember the name of the, the association, but there's five stages to literacy. And the first of which is listening to reading. And uh, for pre-literate children, you know, again, going back to ages two, three, and four, the first step towards literacy is listening to the sounds being made. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's great to sit with your children and to read to them. And, and mm-hmm. hopefully parents are doing all of that. But this is an additional resource, an additional tool to let the children do that on their own, where they can listen to different stories. They can become familiar with the different phonics, different words. You know, I actually, I was working uh, with the state of Delaware recently. We just put Tony boxes into all of the state's public libraries oh, cool. because one of the state representatives called me up. He was a fan of Tony's and he wanted to uh, partner together, but he told me, that in the two years since he's had his Tony box, his his daughter's vocabulary has exploded. And that's just because from age two or three, you're giving them access, not just to the things that you're telling them, but you know, you're curating a selection of stories that's introducing them to different words. And they're starting to speak, you know, two, three, four years ahead of their developmental age because of the exposure they've had. Wow, that's so great. That is very cool. I love that. Uh, so what are the age, what, what are the real age ranges for, for something like Tony's? We start really young, as, as I've mentioned, you know, the pre-literate ages, two, three, four, five. Um, and most of our content currently is geared around that. So that's why you'll see Peppa Pig, you'll see Paw Patrol, mm. you'll, you'll see, you know, Disney characters. Our goal really to make this a device that can grow with your child. And so we're starting to uh, launch different types of content. We launched a partnership with National Geographic that gets into dinosaurs or space or uh, wildlife, things like that. That's gonna be more applicable for a six to a nine-year-old. And -hmm. we'll continue to expand that library for the older kids as well. But it really starts at the young ages. 
Well, that is just the coolest. Uh, that is so great. I love this. And so if you hadn't heard of Tony's before, you're going to see them everywhere, right? I love the National Ge Geographic angle and, and having it be a real teaching tool as well. I just think that is incredible. And you are so generous. You actually are going to give um, one of the listeners for Parenting Our Future a free Tony's starter box and the value is uh, $145. And so um, uh, tell us what that is. And then I will explain how people can, can win. Sure. Yeah. So the, the Tony box starter set com comes with one Tony that retails for $99. The uh, Tony's themselves are $15. And so what we'll do is we'll uh, do a Tony box starter set with three Tonys for a total value of 145. And we'll, uh, we'll put that out and uh, we'll select a winner and uh, we'll send that out to, to one lucky winner. And then uh, for everybody else who's curious and interested, uh, your consolation prizes, anybody uh, in the US uh, can go to tonys.com and put in Tony podcast at checkout, and that will give you 15% off the purchase of a Tony box starter set. That's pretty awesome. Okay. That is so great. So I will, um, I will give all the details on how people can enter to win the, um, the starter set, which is so cool. And you do have to be in the state. So I'll just say that now. So sorry to everybody else, but, uh, for those of you that are interested in actually, um, you know, if you don't win and you do want to get some Tony's, you have a 15% off discount and the code is going to be in the parent toolbox as well. So you can get it there. So this is so great. Anything that you want to add about Tony's or about, you know, what's coming up or anything like that before we go, anything you want to add? Uh, just to reiterate that, you know, we're launching new Tony's every month. We have about four or five coming out every single month, including new partnerships. So we have Dr. Seuss coming. We have, you know, additional Disney characters coming and it, it's really, uh, it, it, it's up to your own imagination. Again, going back to the creative Tonys, uh, you know, we are the, the tool and the resource, but um, I like to think of myself less of a, a marketer and more as a, an advocate for childhood development. Oh, I we love it. didn't get too much into this, but I actually started my own uh, childcare center um, prior oh. to coming to Tonys. And, and that kind of fuels some of my passion for uh, the childhood space as well. So I would just encourage oh. anybody whether it's through Tony's or otherwise, just to go out and play with your kids and to invest in their it. future. And that's probably my parting message for everyone. Oh, I really love that. And, and I completely echo that. It is so important. And our kids just want to be with us. They want to enjoy us. They want to play with us. And so let's just play because it is fun, by the way, it is a stress release and it's how we build a connected relationship with our kids. So, um, that is definitely, um, what I am all about. So I love that. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for introducing me to Tony's and for talking about it and for, um, helping our audience be a part of this, um, this, this whole new way of being with our kids. And it's not, you know, it's a new way with Tony's and it kind of, it kind of gets us back to the basics of just being together, reading, listening, and, uh, and, and spending time with our kids and also giving them an option outside of screens. I think that is just so refreshing and it's still a really fun look to it. And it, and the, each one of the little figures, uh, the Tony's they're really cute looking as well. So I just think it's a win all around. So thank you so much, Drew. 
Well, I definitely appreciate the opportunity. It's been fun to get to know you a little bit, Robin, and I appreciate the work that you're doing. Uh, thanks again for having me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this edition of my podcast, Parenting Our Future. I'm parent coach Robin McMahon. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with someone who you think might also need to hear this message. And don't forget to subscribe. And if you like my work, I'd be grateful if you gave me a five-star rating. For those of you who like my content and want more, visit me at yellingcurebook.com to get your copy of my book and to find other resources to help you. Until next time, I am wishing you and your family peace.